What's so funny? I just don't. I don't really know what you want. Well, so <laughs> I know what we're doing here. Well, I wanted to talk about. It's John. It's John. Gluten is not your problem. Conversations with culinary chameleon, modern day renaissance man, and my friend Walter Schmidt. Join us for insights, musings, and rants on food culture, life, the universe, and more. Please enjoy. No, they just look like they nested upside down like that. It's, um, I like your selection of. We're gonna be tasting. We're gonna, some, do, we're gonna do a little tasting. Are we gonna blind taste? No, well, it's too late for blind. But are you um, sure? I've no, because I'll close my eyes and you pour one, and I'll try and guess which one it is. I don't think that would be too hard. They're pretty different, but um, they are pretty different. But we I, have some Lacroix, but I want to read something. And I want you to. Okay. This is sort of a blind react to this. Story okay. 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 You wrote a little something for us. I wrote a little something. Johnny's prepared a statement. I have. It's it's more it's more of an essay than anything okay. else. I guess I don't have my glasses. I it's big enough. But um, so I was. We've been MIA, and that's the other thing I wanted to address is the um listener concerns right about where there was a listener been. there was a listener uh she's out in um i don't know where the hell she lives but she okay. was like i was trying you said you release them on sunday and she's like where is it there's no new ones i was like well have you listened to all the old ones she's like i'm not gonna listen to all the old ones i'm well, like they're, they're basically the same you can listen to any old one and it would be right, they're not dated like i tried to explain that to her they're, they're not time sensitive they're i mean not... there were a couple that we were talking to somebody in Italy about politics about or something 19 right in yes. March of last year. And you wanted some reactionary stuff on the elections of the presidential we did, elections? We did that one about food. Yeah, that was actually... Yeah. I thought that was a pretty entertaining episode. Right. But not like... There's nothing timely that... Timely or poignant. I don't think it would bore you to go back and listen Me to Me or episodes. somebody else? Do you like the? Do you like listening to yourself talk? I can't. No, I can't. I can't, <laughs> I can't listen to any of these. I've tried. Like, I'm like, I should. Because people ask me, like, Sean and like other people are like... Oh, I heard this. Or my uncle uh, Robert will like mm-hmm. send me a, just a random text like "ha ha mushrooms" or something. I'm like, what? "What the fuck does that mean?" He's like, "Oh, I heard one of your. I was listening to one of your old podcasts, and what you said about mushrooms was really funny." I'm like, "Well, okay. Was there a date? Was there any kind of context, or was it just a random? Have I only made one funny comment about mushrooms? Because that's kind of sad. They're such fun guys." <laughs> so i did want to give you this so we did have a customer concern or a, not a customer concern a guest a listener a listener listen concern. listener concern um but yeah go back and listen to the old ones there there's all these great stories yeah, you and can they all stand alone it. um the great train robbery or that was different the great train uh did we discuss the great train robbery thing we talked about your train yes the yes with, the the, one, with the jerry train that was Oh, that. that with the, with the murderer? story, yes. The murderer and all that? Yes. Well, I thought you were talking about the town when Jerry and I got in that fight yeah, <laughs> over Trivial Pursuit. And you were, you were I was correct. technically correct. You were. It was an older story, but the book that I had was written by... Um, uh, no, not Michael King. Crichton. Michael Crichton, that's right. And I was yes. right on the... You were right. On the card, but... Um, I did want to tell you... I forgot to share this with you, or I just... I haven't yet. Um... There was a somebody we know from back in the day uh, on Instagram, Sean Burner Break Stuff. Oh, Break, Sean Burner, yeah. I, I need my glasses. Breaking Stuff, yeah. Breaking Stuff, thank yeah. you, thank you. No, I love her, she's um, great. From People's, so People's Pub. she reached out and was kind of like, hey, where do you guys work? What's the restaurant you work at? And I said, well, I'm off this week, and Walter works out at the coast, but they're both great restaurants, you should go check them out. Was she in town? Info. She had a friend who was in town. Oh. 
right. <laughs> so, I mean, it was like a friend of a friend kind of thing. It would have been so, exciting to see her, but that's Right, fine. no. But she said... Um, She's cool beans. She said, thanks for the info. Seriously, listening to your podcast made many of my days last year during shutdowns. It was funny to hear you all talk about old Ballard people and the stories. Um... Hearing the story of Walter getting bit on the rooftop really took me back. <laughs> um, so I would just say if you're not if you're listening to this, you're like, "Where's the new ones?" Because you haven't got a new one. Because I was in, I was in a there's a couple hundred of them. There's in there. at least right. I was in a fucking workshop for two weeks. I just didn't have the time. I was yeah, I in like ten hour days. I'm not blaming you. I did. I, I needed did. my time off. I mean, you did give me a setup to take it home so we could just do it over. It's true, but Thanks. I was still. I was just. I was. Exhausted. I know. I'm busy. I know. You know. Doctors got nothing on you, man. I'm telling you, don't. You have no idea what's going on. You got an eight-hour heart surgery, and you come home, and you're just exhausted. You want to put your feet up, drink some kale, whatever it is kale you do. Tea? I yes. don't. I don't. Goddamn. I heard something. Somebody said something about boiled lettuce tea. It was good. That sounds great. <laughs> Can we talk about these? Hedies? No, you're going to read your. Should I read this? I want to get. So I want to yeah, get yeah, your. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to. This is your your blind reaction to this thing that I wrote in this workshop. I, I was in blindfold or. No, you don't need to be blindfolded. Um, it's called Cold Comfort. <clears throat> ah! My whole body seized. A dagger shot up my abdomen and through my chest. The muscles of my neck taut and bracing for more pain. What the fuck have I done? I thought, squeezing my eyes closed, but it was too late to stop. She was inside me now, and there was nothing to do but ride it out till the end. It was mid-May of 2018. I had been dating for a little over two years now. We loved each other, and despite the occasional struggles of two people in their 40s still getting to know each other, I saw her as someone I could spend the rest of my life with. Inevitably, the question of children had come up. I had never wanted children. My, mo my model for fatherhood had left me to explain away black eyes to my classmates and ultimately clean up an apartment, throwing away a lifetime of VHS tapes, clothes, and unpaid bills. Uh, the thick metallic smell of death emanating from the large stain on a mattress. Jill, too, had expressed that although she loved kids, she preferred the children of her friends to having any of her own. Maybe we were being selfish or cautious or both. She was not interested in being on the pill, and neither of us were fond of condoms. I pulled and we prayed. Although I had found a higher power in recovery, I did not think they would protect me from more careless behavior and would have no problem burdening me with a bassinet in some cosmic lesson about life. I had enough of those, and I didn't feel the need to bring helpless, a, a helpless human being into this world to teach me about gratitude and love. I jumped, I jumped out at the curb as my girlfriend parked the car. Urology, 214. 214, that means second floor. There's no, one at the, there's no one at the information desk. There's no one of authority anywhere. I find an elevator and push the button, and when the doors finally open, an old man in a lab coat gets off. Excuse me, do you know where urology is? He shrugged his shoulders and says, No, I really don't, giving me a tight-lipped smile that says, Good luck. I find the urology department. There's a sign on the desk now telling me to sign in across the hall. As I do so and I come back, I get checked in by Jessica, a large black woman with braids and blue scrubs. My blood pressure is too high, she says. Running around the hospital late for your sterilization appointment will do that to a guy. Close your eyes and pretend you're not here. I can do this. I close my eyes and I think about Hawaii and the Pacific Ocean. I get the blood pressure down to an acceptable rate. I feel like a Jedi or some kind of yogi. We go into the procedure room and she asks me if I'm allergic to iodine. No. 
She's kindly. She. You're she, really gonna make me listen to this? <laughs> I now understand what the fuck I'm listening to, and I really don't understand why you would make. Like everyone out there, yes, you're listening to this, but I am also sitting here with you, listening to this, and we all kind of know where we're going. I think maybe, and I don't really. Do we have to finish this? Like I don't. Oh my god. Okay, oh. go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. She done. kindly tells me to strip waist down and put on the gown as I lay on the table. I'm still pretty calm about about it all as she wipes my groin, inner thighs, and lower stomach with iodine, the way you might baste the turkey with butter by hand. She then lays towels out, pushing my penis up and covering it. Later, my girlfriend asked me if there was anything sexual about this experience. Let me assure you, there was not. Except for the turkey part. <laughs> Swabbed and exposed, she asked me to pick some music. <laughs> Had I known, I would have made a playlist. Does Spotify have one already? I offer Beethoven. It seems the most relaxing under the circumstances. She leaves, saying the doctor will be right in. My hands are behind my head, still feeling pretty good about all this. Not once do I reconsider or second guess. Jessica returns with the doctor. She is a stout, middle-aged woman with a thick Eastern European accent and no bedside manner. This is permanent. You know that, right? Yes, ma'am. How many kids do you have? None. I wish I would have been so smart. Faint chuckles all around. This is going to sting. It is sharp and acute. She gives me a couple of test pricks, and I say, yes, I can feel that. She gives me some more lidocaine. I can't see anything, but I hear the clicking of instruments on the tray as there's pressure, and she pulls the vast deference out of my scrotum. Jesus Christ. <laughs> my what the fuck are you making? Anyone... There's a feeling oh my of God. tension. Why? Why would anyone want to and listen to this? Least, this is horrible. Then a sustained beeping from the machine next to me. Oh my fucking God. And the faint smell of something like burning the plastic. What the fuck is wrong with you? flesh. This is a writing assignment for school, right? I don't know. Oh God. The objective curiosity wears <sighs> off quickly as she switches sides. Same prick. Same <clears throat> cut. But when she goes in for the shoelace this time, I jump. I start to panic. She says she's going to give me some more lidocaine, but can't give me too much, or it will flood the area and she won't be able to finish. Fine, whatever, just finish, I think. I start to breathe fast and heavy. She stops and tells me I need to relax because my stomach muscles are pulling in the opposite direction she needs to pull, and it's going to hurt even more if I don't get it under control. Jesus fucking Christ, man. What? What? What I close my is eyes. possessing you to read this on our podcast right now? No, oh, I, we've lost all of us. Like nobody's out there now. Literally, no deep. one is out there. I settle down, and they're never coming back. My whole groin area is throbbing now as she finishes. So this was a fun project. <laughs> Holy fucking Christ! What have I done? What the fuck have I done to my body? As she pulls, she says, "The pain is even worse when I know, I know." Cutting her off, you didn't let me finish. Is she, is she seriously upset that I cut her off? What the fuck? Finally soldered up, we finish. The whole procedure lasted maybe Soldered up. Minutes. She cauterized things. Yes. That's the smell of the burning. Yes. Why the fuck would you think anybody would ever want to hear any of this? They leave. When I Jessica could write you a long ass story about me picking my nose, but this doesn't make it fun or and interesting. And asked me to sit oh, down Jesus next Christ. to her on the operating table very kindly and sweet. She goes over the post-op care. I already have six bags of frozen peas and corn waiting for me. Standing up, 
deep and twisting pain starts in my groin and radiates like fire to my stomach, causing nausea, nausea and heaving. Brain function is gone. I'm lightheaded and dizzy. My vision begins to look like an old TV, like old TV static, and what can only be described as an amoeba-like reaction to stimuli. And you don't have my any hands, liquor in the house. My my no go, liquor. My hands go up, go down to cup and protect that most sacred of sacks. That feeling would not fully go away for several days. I tried to man up and collect myself, but I was so dazed. The room wobbled more than spun. The pain surged into my gut. I must have looked pretty bad because Jessica asked if I wanted to sit, and I just lay on the table and asked for water. I appeared. Breathe. Lie flat. Relax. So I did. Another paper cup of water. Flashes of regret. And what have I done? I'm almost done. (laughs) Go through my head. I tell the nurse, I, as I am a recovering alcoholic and I don't want the prescription for pain meds, but how long will this distorting pain Jesus last? Jesus Christ. So, uh, after a few minutes... Sobriety is a, it's worse than being an alcoholic. I feel well enough to stand. It's a psychosis. On the way home, I feel every bump on the road doing my best to spread out and ice down. Every lane change like a punch in the groin. Whose idea was it to put the clinic 45 minutes away? My mind is racing with worst case scenarios. What if there's an accident? Explaining to a cop that I just had my vast deference snipped and soldered mere minutes ago, or crawling out of a crumpled Corolla. I think you could just show him, like, pull off the bag of peas off your crotch, and he'd understand what the fuck <laughs> just happened. On the Richmond Bridge, Christ. we make it home, and she makes some soup. I barely have energy to grab to eat. I grab two bags of frozen peas. Why does sobriety do have anything to do with Netflix pain medication? Like, I understand, like, your ability to like control yourself. Like, you have a drink. You can't stop there. So you don't mm-hmm. want to drink because you don't want to drink too much. So uh-huh. you're trying to control this part of your life. How the fuck does that have anything to do with pain management? Like you can't take – how much – do you take aspirin? Are you allowed to have Oxycontin or like if you have – For me? Yeah. Like what – it's not going to make you drink. It's just like – it's just pain management. Like you had fucking surgery mm-hmm. on your dick. Those like testicles, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's quibble about where exactly <laughs> it was happening. For me – it's just a matter of like... Do you know the difference between boys and girls? <laughs> There's a vast difference. <clears throat> I just don't want to get it in my head and start fucking popping all the pills. I get that, but things. like that's why they only give you a couple. But it's still yeah. like... It's like it's just... They want to give it to you. It's like, well, oh I no, but... I would have taken it if I needed it. It doesn't sound like it. It sounded like you needed well, it was, and you didn't take it. I didn't end up taking it. You just take it got... and they're like, cool, I can just be cool now. I'll just take it. Like I would not be conscious for this procedure. Well, you, they wouldn't do it otherwise. They don't Why? They take your. They knock you out when they take your wisdom teeth out. That's a tooth, man. That's just a fucking tooth. The dentist will knock you out, but the dick doctor won't. I guess that's why they call him a dick doctor. That's why they call him a dick doctor. Because he won't knock you the fuck out. <laughs> so yeah, is there whiskey in there? God, man. There's nobody listening to our podcast now or ever again. You've you've killed Are us. Are you kidding me? This killed. I read this in a Zoom meeting with <laughs> Yale professors. Oh my god. Yes, because it's a writing assignment. And, it killed. and they just had to listen to the one. Now there's an expectation of entertainment that is no longer being delivered. Uh, you know that saying like uh, the kind of guy that you know men want to be and women want to be around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like the opposite of that. Like. No one wants to hear this or be around it or... Oh, God. I mean, good on you. You got... This is something that actually happened to you. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Are we talking about the lacrosse thing yet? 
Can I have a shot? <laughs> yeah, I really, I'm just... Are you okay? I'm not. I'm not. What's wrong? What's wrong? I... So you're saying it was a good it was a good piece because you felt it. Is that what you're saying? Do you really want my my critique? Sure. I mean, because I, I said this I said this so you're different you're much better than than before. When I when you initially were doing things like this, you were talking on podcasts or whatever it was, and you were your face was very animated and you were like, mm-hmm. yes, you this told is me this, and you're like kind of moving your face and blinking and like. Enunciating and like yes. it was really hard to look at you when you were talking because it was unnatural. It was unnatural and weird. Um, you've dialed that down like fabulously. You, you, it's like talking to a person again, mm-hmm. which is lovely. Um, this writing style, the, the way you were reading, was like one would read a storybook to a child, like, mm. and then they, and you know, kind of maybe it's a little, I don't know, but I sure. mean, but like, like what I used to read uh, to this girlfriend like many years ago like we, I would read Watership Down or mm-hmm. or whatever I was reading and we'd lay there in bed and I would just read it like like I was reading it to myself but I knew I was reading to another person so if, if there were two rabbits talking I'd give a slightly different voice but it wasn't like exaggerated like and then he said this so the like, delivery was and, and then he said and then he says and then this happens and because the, the and then part like you know it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be exaggerated you're not engaging Somebody who's otherwise going to be like, you know, run away from you or disfocused. Like, I don't know. I'm just saying, bring that, bring dial the, it bring down. The, dial the theatrics down a little bit. Maybe if you're okay. if you're going to be reading it out loud. Got it. But as far as the the mechanics of the writing and style, it was it's very uh, descriptive, uh, upsettingly so at times. So thank you. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, the the description of the nurses and the people, the doctors was was nice and accurate. Gave you a good picture. Mm-hmm. It wasn't too. Uh, what's that motherfucker's name? Uh, Kyan Potok. I love his his books. He's a great writer. Mm-hmm. But that motherfucker will go like two pages on what a table looks like. Like right. it's really hard to get through. And you're just like you're reading it. And by the end of it, yes, you know the wood grain and how it used to. Maybe it was brown once, but you can see mm-hmm. how they painted it black. But you can still see the wood grain underneath, mm-hmm. and like it had the scarring of like a child used to write on it. But now it's like an adult's desk, and like the, now there's like stains from the coffee cup. And you're like, cool. Like why the fuck do I care about this guy's table so much? But like everything in the room, like he's a little bit overly descriptive. And then there's Chuck Palahniuk, who like. He does so, it's like, he's almost like a poet. Like, I love his writing mm-hmm. style because he distills so much information in so little words and sentences. And he, what he'll, he'll establish in the beginnings of his novels is a cadence of pattern of speech, of saying, like, a thing, describing things a certain way, so that later, when you have a, a borderline similar situation, he can use, he just basically changes the algorithm or the theorem. Like, he'll just change out a couple right. of numbers. So you, now you know. The this, language. This is a red chair, part. right? He'll say like, and the green chair that was so soft and it did all these things. And you say, and this time it was a red chair. And then you can just, your brain just kind of fills in all the things. It's like, it's right. the same chair, but it's green or whatever the fuck. Okay. And I really enjoyed him until like, I got to like, what was that? Lullaby or something. And then it was like, then he got kind of formulaic and kind of, I didn't really enjoy his later works, but yeah, Invisible Monsters was by far my favorite. Did you hear that? Was that sound like a bird at the window? Is that a bird at the window? Yeah. I think it was a bird at the window. <laughs> um, well, you know how I feel about those. I just wanted to thank you for being here but on our last podcast. You did, yeah, um. it's great. <laughs> Out with a bang, right? Not with a whimper. Not well. There was a whimper. Not <laughs> with a few, few whimpers. Um, yes, it was a real story. Let's talk about something truly enticing, like lacrosse <laughs> and, and the subtleties of flavor. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, well, Jesus thank you Christ. for for indulging me. Absolutely, um, that's my job as your friend. If I have any more in the future, I'll uh, be sure. Should I, should I run them by you first? Obviously not. Because <laughs> what would you have said if I would have let you read that? No. I would have been like, I'm not having any of this. But I wanted to talk briefly about the flavors. Can we talk about sure. them? Let's because talk about them. this one says, well, I'm going to start at the other end because the last one is really kind of where they take the cake. There, none of these are cake flavored. I'll ruin that for the audience. Black raspberry. I've had that one. Blazies. Peach plum. Or sorry, beach. it's beach plum. Yes. Like Assuming this picture is not of a beach, but a peach on the beach. But anyway. What's well, a plum on the beach? Get okay, it? so it's, it's not like peach, peach plum? plum. It's blanc. It's a plum. Right, but is that not a peach? No, that's a plum. That's a plum too. I think that's, that's a, that, to so. There's just plums. There's no peach happening. No. Here. Okay, it's a fun little game. Guava Sao Paulo. So Sao Paulo is in Brazil. Um, yeah, and it's known for right. a few. It has a few um, things that it's known for. Mm-hmm. One of which is not smelling very good. I didn't know that. Yeah, um, and I only I've never been there. But there's a movie called Nothing But Trouble, starring Great John movie. Candy, John Candy, John Candy, Dan Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd, I think Dan Aykroyd, mm-hmm. and, and Chevy Chase, Chevy Chase, and then um, Demi Moore. Uh, Digital Underground was in it. Tupac Shakur's first yes. uh, appearance yes. on film. It's a great movie. Yes. And at one point, when there's, there's a Latin couple in with Chevy Chase, and I don't know the actor's name, I think he actually just passed away recently. And then his wife in the movie, they run, they like they try and escape, and they fall into the sewer, and there's like all this like feces, and they come out of the thing, and he goes, "Oh, Sao Paulo," and it's not a flattering thing. So I'm surprised that they're pairing this guava with Sao Paulo. So. So I looked this it's up. It's the capital of something, and I guessed that correctly on so, accident on Trivial Pursuit with my mom and sister. Brazil. Works. It has a smell. It says it has a smell like vinegar since they use ethanol for transportation. So what do we use in this in the States? Wait. This has a smell of ethanol because of transportation? No, no, no. Are they the, saying... The town. The city. The town. Trump. Okay. So I did, So wait. The town is transported? I'm a, The word salad you're using is... I'll read, I'll read the Google sentence again if you'd like. Please. Sao Paulo has a smell like vinegar since they use ethanol for transportation. Instead of gasoline? I guess so, yeah. They use ethanol. You can do that? Apparently so. Ethanol, alcohol? I mean, I know it burns, but I didn't know you could make it combustible. I mean, I know Doc Brown in the third mm-hmm. uh, movie was trying to, to do that. To, to get the end to the DeLorean. He was trying to like make right. uh, ethanol engine. A mixture of tropical humidity and industrial smell. The first time I came here, the smell was strong. I remember going back. Yeah. So it smells like vinegar because that's what they put in there. Cool. And they're pairing this with guava. Yeah. Like it's, it's not like that's not a flavor. Sao Paulo is listed as the flavor profile. I'm guessing maybe that's where they, 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 they uh, maybe there's a lot of guavas there. Guava. I don't know. Con Sao Paulo. Guava from. So for with? on the La Croix. Website, it says, savor the sweet tropical delicacy and vibrant essence that satisfies your constant craving. <laughs> That's not with regard to Sao Paulo. Yes, oh, that is. is. Oh, wow. Okay. So do you, where do you want to start? I think we should start at the other end of the spectrum away from Sao Paulo. Okay. So this is black raspberry. And I've had Raz, this one before. Two Zs. A 
what are we doing exactly? We're just gonna taste it and tell people what we think of Lacroix. Yeah, I want to hear your thoughts. Let's get some sponsorship money. We're running for Congress here soon, or that's true. Whatever it is. So like, like everything. Mm, you know what that? Oh like, my God! You know what that tastes like? What? There's a very small demographic that's gonna understand what I'm talking about here, but there's a roller skating rink in Eugene called Skate World. And it might actually <laughs> taste or smell like more than one, but one of the things that they have are grape vines. Like, they're like red vines, but they're mm-hmm. grape. Yes. They're like the purple ones. It's that generic. The long candy. rope of candy. Mm-hmm. It, but you haven't gotten it yet, but you can smell them. They're, they're You're like in line still. You're waiting. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of smell popcorn in the background. You can kind of smell like the din and the sweat of all the things. But you see the purple things. You're waiting in line. They're, the ropes are hanging next to you. They're still in their plastic. But this is what they. This is what grape candy t- smells like when it's still in the plastic next to you. I was going to say Smarties, but yes. Yeah. Processed grape flavor. Candy. Yeah. In plastic. Like not. It's still... <laughs> Behind something else. Like, it's not mm-hmm. in front of you. It's not intense. Like, bubblicious, like, grape-flavored gum. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, in your face. This is, like, it's still contained. Not as mild as most of the Lacroix um, line. Yeah. It's, it's, it's got a little... It's a little got more a pronounced a, flavor? A, yeah, it's a slight intensity to it that's not really... It's a little more assertive? It's, it is, I would say. It really does put the razzle... In dazzle, in the black raspberry, maybe. I like it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's. I don't dislike good. it at all, and of course, there's no sugar or anything else. Which, right, right. Well, wait. When they say low sugar, does that mean they're putting fake sugar in? There's no sugar at all. This is. Like I know, just, but like, well, okay, but like, no, monosaccharides and no aspartame and all that bullshit. Because that's the shit that I hate, which no. I can't taste. So I'm, I'm not thinking it's in here, but no, because that stuff has calories, even though it doesn't have sugar in it. I don't even care what it is. I just hate the taste of it. Yeah. Aspartame, no. or do you say aspartamine or aspart- aspartame? I say aspartame. Aspartame. What about uh, Alestra? Remember that? From yeah. The, uh... Causes anal seepage. Gosh, these potato chips are great. I can't shit right, but... <laughs> so, oh, I just shit again. For those of you listening who don't know what the fuck we're talking about, in the late 90s, um, they found this... It, it basically was a kind of oil, a kind of fat. Um, it was they ended up calling it Olestra, mm-hmm. but it was so it was basically a fat that your body would not break down, right. which means that it would not collect. You would not get fat from this. So the potato chip companies, but it does go somewhere. Yeah, so and it's lubricant. It basically it would just leak out the other end. Yeah, your colon would fill up with basically unprocessed oil, oil and like like that weird pump shit that butter flavoring from the movie um, in theater. movie theaters. Yeah, yeah, it's just like that. <laughs> So I remember in like 97, 98 getting bags of this stuff. Do you know why we ended up with this shit in our systems too? No. It goes back a little bit further. They initially invented like, uh, what was it called? It was, um, what was that fake butter? The first one, margarine? Margarine? Yes. To fatten geese because they didn't want to pay for actual like fat things to fatten up the geese. Mm-hmm. So they made this fake shit and the geese wouldn't fucking eat it and it doesn't rot. Like mold won't grow on it. And they're like, well, what are we going to do with all this stuff? Sell it to the Americans? Yeah. We'll teach them to spread it on toast. We'll tell them it won't make them fat because there's nothing in it for their bodies to process. Yeah. That's fucking terrifying. That's how stupid we are. 
I feel like this is gonna that be, and a this is a banner too. show. This is gonna be one of our most popular. Like band, like Bands. banner, banner band. <laughs> um. Yes, I got grape candy is for sure. From yeah. Skate World. Yeah, it smells like Skate World. Nineteen eighty nine. Nerds. Mm-hmm. Nerds. Nerds. Yes. Is nerds. that is it? Nerds. It's nerd. Well, I mean, I don't know the purple ropes. Yeah. But it's definitely it's nerds. Nerds. Yeah. All right, moving on. Peach. No, sorry. Beach plum. Right. Yeah, I did that. I did that too. Beach bum. Beach plum. Peach plum. I think I had one of these before, but I don't remember now. Do you like plums? Who doesn't like a plum? Plums are. I just ate a plum the other day. Actually, I had a plum. Oh shit! What is it called? I just got it at the fruit basket. The plum. Pluot. Pluot. Half plum, half apricot. Yeah. It was Ooh. it was much more tart than I was anticipating, but I liked it. So the nose on this one. Mmm, that is pungent. It's kind of like a grapple. It is a little grapply. A grape apple. Do you do the uh, single nostril ever when you're? Is that a thing? No, I've no. <laughs> I've seen I feel like wine just just that. putting your nose in it is pretentious enough. Like seriously, like you have you have <laughs> yes. that extra amount of chutzpah. A chutzpah. So you can focus in on one. Uh, no, no, nobody's doing that. Jesus. It's got a good nose on it, but there's nothing really there. It's a little flat. So again... It's kind of flat, but it's floral-ish. Because it's, you know... It's your, floral, because it's a plum. And it's on your olfactory, it's not on your palate. Mm-hmm. Is that why they call it floral? Because it gets up in your nose? No. They say something... Flowery, tastes, like flower. flower. No, no, but... Aromatic, aroma, driven. I don't know. I feel like I can taste the tin of the can or something. Hmm. I'm Maybe not... now that you say it, there's there's a little something there. I'd like to see if there if, is there mm-hmm. vodka in the house. I don't think so. No, I'll bring some next time. I'd like to see what what alcohol does to it because if with something like this, you definitely left with a flavor of vodka, but vodka doesn't have flavor. People argue, so then you just have like the floral. As it might be perfect for vodka. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I'm I mean, it's great. It. I, I think if it was colder and I was like running. No, it's, it's okay. Don't. I'm not casting dispersions on your I hostiness. Put, I, didn't, I didn't put them in the fridge soon enough. I was... It's okay. No, they're, they're at a fine temperature. They've so all been sitting on the table for like an hour while we've been talking about your testicles. <laughs> So, by the way, I got all these, and the third one, I won these on Twitter. <laughs> of course you did. They, they got delivered to my house. What happened to that mango box. Pepsi that you had? Oh, that was the apple pie Pepsi. Apple from pie Pepsi. From, like, did you pie. get rid of that? Yeah. That's a, that was Why are you winning too. all this weird shit? Because I just, I just they, they say, hey, we're giving this away, and I just, I usually put your name down, and then they're like, you know, message, or mention somebody you would share this with, and so I mention you, and then they go, you won. <laughs> Well, they haven't sent me any shit. Thank God. Please don't. I'm not interested in any weird Pepsi things. So now, this is the one that we've... This is the hotly anticipated... Sao Paulo. Guava Sao Paulo. (laughs) But they name it that. It just seems like a mistake. Vinegar and ethanol. (laughs) That's that's how they're marketing the town. Oh, man. You know what that is? Oh, I didn't think I'd ever taste that again. That's really horrid. What is that? 
So there was a, I had an incident. Now this is going to be very uh, esoteric, obscure, very. Most things are with you. I guess so. Maybe a singularly bizarre experience. So there was like jelly beans before those horrible jelly bellies have like everything flavored, but they did have some flavored jelly beans that were like peach, and -hmm. they had like cantaloupe, Mm -hmm. and. <clears throat> I don't know how or where. There was always a bunch of weird artifacts in my house growing up because my father's, you know, thing that he was, you know, he was in the anthropology thing. Mm-hmm. So we had like next on our fireplace um, at the bottom corner, there were various uh, old antique like, f- uh, fireman nozzles, like big copper nozzles. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, there's like a short one, like five inches tall that was like, Five inches wide, like it was a really fat, wide one, and then there was like tall, like big ones that you'd see like in movies and stuff. But so they were all different sizes, and there was a really narrow copper one that was it was kind of cool. Um, it was probably about what is that, like twelve inches, eleven inches mm-hmm. long, but it was like super narrow at the top. Like the opening was like this is the like host. the size of a dime. No, it was like the 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 copper end, like the the okay. nozzle. Okay, the the nozzles. nozzles. And they just kind of sat there, these metal nozzles. And somehow, one or two of these jelly beans, I think it was the peach one and the cantaloupe one, had gotten into this thing. I don't. I was a small child, and I was like playing with stuff. And I was eating candy and touching things, and there were no rules about touching the thing. The only things you couldn't touch were the things in the cabinets in my dad's office. We don't play with that until unless he's there to explain it to you, and you know you have clean hands and all that kind of shit. But if it's out, what the fuck was in there? Anyhow, so let's get right. okay. let's go with the nozzles. We'll get into the. So there's there. this, there's this. So oh god, that and so one of my pieces of candy went in. I think it's like the cantaloupe one. You put a jelly bean in the nozzle. And yeah, and so mixed with the copper though, like so oh. I was like sucking the copper, and the peach and the cantaloupe, and it was like and it this, this really astringent kind of sharp, like when you lick a batter, like it kind of burned my mm-hmm. my palate. Like it didn't hurt my teeth, but it was just like. I don't know. Like it just really like upset my my tongue. Like it was just like, ugh, got it. Just you just got that on the nose. Did you yeah. taste this yet? I haven't. I just got it on the nose. Like that was that weird smell of that cantaloupe fucking candy in the copper um, fire nozzle. I just got Smarties, but yeah, you're just. It was a really um, it was a scarring experience. And like most lacrosse, tastes like nothing. <laughs> I feel like it actually kind of tastes like strawberry a little bit. It does have a little strawberry. The palace is strawberry, like fake strawberry. I mean, I could almost fake strawberry candy, but it's not really. I mean, I wouldn't call it guava. I feel like it's kind of what I heard about the the um, the theory on starbursts. Is they're all just kind of the same flavor, but your mind no. No, maybe no. that was Fruit Loops. I think it was Fruit Loops. Definitely Fruit Loops. Okay, it was those Fruit are all Loops. the same. Those are all lime. They're, they're all, all the lime. same, and yeah, they just give a different lime. color, and you yeah. just imagine purple and Absolutely. red and whatever. That is a thousand percent. So I think that's similar. I, I know we're getting a little variation here, but like, not much. Not a whole lot. I mean, it's lacrosse, and like that's what people want from lacrosse. Like, if you mm-hmm. wanted, you know, Talking Rain, if you wanted, if you wanted a mimosa or a Italian soda, you know, like you go. You'll get some syrup in your soda water, and it'll be sweet, and that's what it'll be. But this is not that. This is again. I would just get the lemon, and the lemon's fine by me. That's I think grapefruit's my favorite. Are the grapefruits good? Yes, yes, because you actually get some bite to it, yeah. some crispness, some zest of the crisp of the yes. citrus fruit. 
Yes, it's pretty great. So, what's your favorite? Hmm. Do you have a probably favorite the candy? grape, the grape one? Oh, my favorite candy okay. bar or my favorite gra- of these three? Of these three drinks, I'd say the first one. The uh, the nerds, the Raz, the candy, the black raspberry. Yeah, the, the skate nerds. skate world candy flavored one. <clears throat> Speaking of skate world, what are you doing for your birthday this year? Oh man, I don't think I'm. A, I'm forfeit. I, I'm not gonna. You're forfeiting it. your birthday? Yeah, I'm not having it. I'm gonna give. I'm donating it. You're donating your birthday? Yes. To a much younger person who wants to be older. Or an older person who wants to be older. It doesn't go backwards, does it? Benjamin Buttons. Benjamin Button. What was his deal? What did he... Uh... He aged backwards. That was just a weird fantasy story. He was born an old man. Yeah, it was not real. He was, oh. he was born... His his fetus was like a decrepit little old person. He slowly got younger and then he got tall and handsome. And then he kind of... I think they were just talking about... The uh, the dichotomy of growing old and like how you you know you start a certain way and you end the same way like was it a good movie I don't remember I enjoyed it very much yeah. I thought it was pretty entertaining it was sad I mean it's a sad love story because you know she's aging the proper way and so it's a love story he finds her they find each other that you know kind of cross paths and you know I wouldn't want to age like that they spend like a couple of decades where they're about the same age where he's like oh I'm thirty five or she's like I'm thirty five going on 45 and he's like oh I'm 45 going on 35 so they kind of go the opposite direction of each other but then she gets old and he's getting younger, and younger right and she ends up having to take care of him and Cause he's he, be, he becomes a baby and she's like an old woman taking care of this baby and yeah it's sad to watch but it's sounds awful like your story yeah it makes you feel something but god did you want to did you want to <laughs> did you want to feel it doesn't matter because now you're there and you're, I, you're feeling it I, I like, don't think there's any other way I could have shared that with you I yeah, I would have. St- if you just emailed it to me, I would have stopped reading it as soon as I. Cause I was like, at first, of course, I thought the, the. I think everyone probably thought the same thing. You're like, oh, he's being pegged, like she's got a <laughs> strap on, and he's like, oh, she's inside me or whatever. And then I'm like, and then I was like, no, it's probably a little more. It's probably a little more intelligent than that. Maybe he's speaking from the point of a, of a mosquito, like she's penetrating mm. his skin, sucking his blood, and then. Yeah, she's dropping off with the doctor, and I'm like, wait, the urologist, what's happening? And then, and then, yeah, it became quite clear that this was a downhill spiral <laughs> not to be escaped from. It was bleak, and terrifying, and horrible. I mean, I would highly suggest it to any man who doesn't want to have kids. Cool. I mean, I don't have any problems anymore. It was just, you know, it was painful, and yeah. recovery took a while. Yeah. Most men get theirs... Uh, in March during uh, March Madness basketball so they can just sit on the couch and watch basketball. Is that a thing? Is that, that is a fact? thing. Yeah. That's where you see the peak of Did, did the uh, nurses tell you that? That's funny to see you. Usually uh, the peak season for vasectomies is uh, a no, couple I months from now. About that. You read was, about it? Well, when I was doing all my research. <laughs> There's nothing in there. I'll worry about it. Okay. <laughs> Well, well thank you. yeah, and you know I have to go soon. Yes, you do. How, how long has this one been? Oh, long enough. Um. <laughs> Tell me. I finished my drink. Any other questions about questions, what we're going to talk concerns? about? There was something I was going to talk to you about. You said you had an eventful weekend, but you we went over the wedding. That was Did last that. weekend. That was last week. Um. No, I think I think we covered it. I'm sure there'll be another good meal somewhere along the line. Another bad one. Oh yeah, I was gonna tell you about the 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 fruit basket. Yes, yeah, so you had an issue with the fruit basket. I love that place. Right. Oh, and Tobe. 
I went to Tobe. We got to talk about this restaurant, Tobe. Okay. That, was it the Tobe family? Tob. Tob is it called Tob? Got a job there. Right. Same the place. Beacon, and two of my friends. Room. Two of my friends work there. Chase and uh, and. Uh, Follow. No. What? Chase. Well, I don't. No, not Giorgio. God damn it. Uh, that's gonna make me so crazy. I can't. I work with them uh, anyway. Friends. You worked with them. Wait, well, who is it? EDK. Um, his wife. Kenny. Worked... No. John. No. Not not Giorgio. Geraldo. Rob. God. No. You listen to what I'm saying. Giorgio, like the long. You think Giorgio, but not that. Ronaldo. No, but closer. You're on the right <laughs> track. Armando. No. Was he a bartender? I can see his face play as Dan. I'm just, I'm just blanking because I'm. Is he a bartender? Yes. Now he's over at now he's at uh, the lodge, or then he was at the lodge for a while, and now he's over at Toe. None of the people that I worked with. Anyway, so they're over there now. I see them all the time. They're really nice guys. And you had a good time, or you had a bad time? Well, so they got a Benedict on their menu, Johnny. Well, we know how you feel about Benedicts. There's only one good way to do it, right? Roasted pork. That doesn't go on a Benedict. Uh, Dijon hollandaise. Um, what the fuck was the bread? Focaccia? Does it sound like a Benedict so far to you, my friend? sounds more like a Reuben. There was a poached egg. I'll give him that. <laughs> yeah. The croissant that I had was quite delightful. It just came plain on a plate, like no weird side things at all. Like it was like, oh, I'll just have the sandwich. It's like, cool. Like usually there's like a, a piece of fruit. A, yeah, garnish of any amount, like any, like a nothing. tomato, nothing. It's just like, okay, here's your thing. I was like, which was fine. I was pretty hungover, so I was like, that's really all I wanted. But I've been talking to this young lady about splitting the uh, the Benedict. Because I can never finish a whole one. And so she's like, I'm going to go for the Benedict. I'm like, but that looks to have fig jam on it. Fig jam, pork, focaccia. Yeah, like roasted pork, Dijon. too. A Dijon in the hollandaise, and then there was like lavender sprinkled on top. The Palomas, the drinks were fabulous. The company was amazing. These, uh, it was the firing squad because I just met this girl. She's like, oh, you should meet my friends. So she's like, you're going to sit down and these, you know, her friends are going to, which I've never been afraid of because I'm not a bad person. So I'm like, you know. How did you do with the firing squad? I did great. We got along famously. But yeah, I think and so. Anyway. Did you have the Benedict? Did you eat it? I took a bite. I had a bite. How was it? It, it tasted like mustard and fig jam. It did not taste like a fucking Benedict at all. It did was you... pretty. I got. I don't. I don't actually think it was lavender on top. It was some kind of purple flower they put on there. But do you think people will ever learn? I, they will not. And, They're just gonna keep trying to. And I was like, hey, so I'm gonna do this podcast thing. Do you have anything to say? She's like, go easy on Tobe. I was like, I'm gonna talk about the Benedict, but other than I mean. The drinks were great. The service is great. The people are great. I don't know. I liked it. I love brunch. Brunch is, you know. Were you upstairs, downstairs? Downstairs in some kind of patio courtyard kind of situation. That was new because it didn't exist when I was there. Right. Yeah. No. I mean, I didn't even, they weren't even open yet. Like, I just trained. I went in with you. Oh, did you go as far as training? Because I went in with you for like, you dropped off a resume or something. You talked to them like I was with you for that. And they were still building it. Yes. That was, that was 2020. Yeah. Before. Yeah, before. Before, before the fall. Before the fall. It was. So I wanted to... You should go to this place, Garden Court. Should I? Brand new in Glen Ellen. Right across from the Glen Ellen Star. Should I? They have the Palace Grand Breakfast Buffet for $38. Mm, love a buffet. <laughs> Do you? Can't get enough of 
sweaty cheese. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's packed every single day. Yeah, Apparently it's it madness. Is. Yeah. So is the North Chuck Wagon. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Um, Line around the block. How does this sound? What about a Dungeness Crab Benedict? Fuck you. Garlic spinach, warm Dungeness crab, salad, poached egg, organic It egg. sounds great on a Tuesday afternoon. Truffle but when I go in for fucking brunch and I want eggs, if I just want eggs Benedict, mm-hmm. there's it's just a one it's just one thing. Thanksgiving is one thing. There's just one thing you're supposed to do. The one day of the year, you roast a turkey, you make some stuffing, mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce. Maybe a green bean? No, we don't do the green bean. I won't touch a green bean fucking casserole. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of people do. But that's not the point. The point is, if you don't have cranberry sauce, mashed potatoes, and a turkey, it's then what the fuck are you doing? It's not Thanksgiving. It's just not. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the stuffing, too. But some people don't like bread that way. Hmm. But anyway. Breakfast buffet. How much breakfast can you eat? I mean, it's all... I mean, it's, if it's the one meal, I mean, it just means breaking the fast, right? Like, you stop eating at night, you go to sleep, you wake mm-hmm. up, and you break your fast. But here. By eating. So if you just don't stop, the whole day could be breakfast. Scrambled eggs, pancake, pancakes, applewood smoked bacon, chef's breakfast classic. I don't know what that is. Probably Roasted market vegetables, fresh fruit, whole seasonal fruit. What's the difference there? Whole seasonal? It's just like kiwi on your plate? It's just a whole kiwi? <laughs> Not even a Greek yogurt board. parfait, house-baked pastries, bagels, assorted cereals, oatmeal, smoked salmon, artisanal They're describing a continental breakfast. Like yeah. When you stay at a, a Motel 6 or a Best Western and they have like mm-hmm. that thing of dry biscuits and coffee in the lobby. It's $40 for breakfast. Wow. I mean, it's all you can eat. Oh, apparently, it's a buffet. Well, I'm going to be bringing plastic lined pockets. Have you ever actually done that? Like Stolen food from a buffet? Yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't. I don't remember the, the exact circumstances, but I used to have this old leather jacket of my dad's. Oh, it was God. like, it was like cat puke brown. It was old. It was like Sounds from the seventies. It was, it was a nightmare, but and you're going to fill it up with food. Well, I, I, we were at, I was living in Ventura, California in like 1996 and I was with Rick and Tom and Sergio and maybe Nate and we would go like, we'd get off work at Blockbuster Video to date myself. Nate further. Wade? No. I don't. I didn't know him then. Um, and we'd go to like Sherry's, which is kind of you know what Sherry's is, right? It's like a yeah. Denny's. Yeah. Late at night. And Before I think, Denny's was Denny's. Yeah. I didn't finish finish my chicken tender, and so I wrapped it up one of them in a paper towel or a napkin, mm-hmm. and then I just had it in my pocket. Well, that's not later. that's not stealing food from a buffet, but I I will definitely fill up my pockets with food things mm-hmm. like the the sunflower cafe. The yeah. We talked about the the cheese waffle. Mm-mm. It's not on. They did it one time, and I was blown away. It's like the greatest thing I've ever had because I love waffles. Mm-hmm. But this, they made the savory cheddar cheese waffle. And what I found out is the chef who makes it is like he's like super cool about it. If you just say, "Hey, can I get the cheddar cheese waffle?" He'll do it. I don't want. I don't want everyone to ruin this for me. But you should maybe try it. Maybe they'll just put it on the menu. But I can't always finish one because it's the big thick Belgian right. waffle. So then I'll <clears> I'll <throat> wrap it in tinfoil and put it in my pockets for the rest of the day, and I'll just yeah. munch on them and. I have no compunction about taking food in my pockets. We're just not. We're just not stealing from a buffet. A buffet, the buffet, like there's an agreement. It's like you can come in and eat as much as you want, but you leave with your empties. You know, your pockets are empty. Like, yeah, you don't, you don't get, get to, to take a hotel. It's not a yeah. Day. It's not a week of food. It's it's today's food. Right. Like it's right. this meal. Um. Well, she loves calling like when I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> Fucking Tasha, always calling in the middle of the podcast, girl. 
She won't listen to him, but she does love to try and ruin him. Thank you for not, humoring not, me this week. Not like your penis talk. I hope we get to do this again sometime. We won't. We're going to get shut down. I think the moderators are going to be taken over here. All right. Well, we may not see you again. And uh, Yeah, it was a great last show. We really went out with a bang, I feel. Good. All right. Thank you, everybody, it's for John. the last couple of years. It's been fun. It's been great. We'll see you later. It's John. Thank you for listening to Gluten Is Not Your Problem. Send your ideas, comments, and questions to glutenisnotyourproblem at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. Oh, Johnny.